following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. We need to acknowledge the use of horror with the genre of science fiction. This could be a fantastic voyage that uses hell as a shortcut, such as the computer game Doom or the blockbuster film Event Horizon. This could also be a much larger part that science plays in the smallest of details especially within the format of paranormal investigations. Ghost hunting is the process of investigating locations that are reported to be haunted by ghosts. Typically, a ghost hunting team will attempt to collect evidence that they see as supportive of paranormal activity. Ghost hunters use a variety of electronic devices. The EMF meter, digital thermometers, handheld and static digital video cameras, such as thermographic or infrared, and night vision, digital audio recorders and computers. Of course, traditional techniques such as conducting interviews and researching the history of a site are also employed. Some ghost hunters refer to themselves as paranormal investigators. Ghost hunting has been criticised for its absence of scientific method. No scientific body has been able to confirm the existence of ghosts. Ghost hunting is considered a pseudoscience by a majority of educators, academics, science writers and sceptics. Ghost hunters use a variety of techniques and tools to investigate alleged paranormal activity. While there is no universal acceptance among ghost hunters of the following methodologies, a number of these are commonly used by ghost hunting groups. Still photography and video using digital night vision, infrared and even disposable cameras are sometimes used. Of course, you have heard of EMF meters. They detect possibly unexplained fluctuations in the electromagnetic field. 
tablet PCs to record data, audio and video, and sometimes even environmental fluctuations, such as the electromagnetic field themselves, as well as ambient temperature measurements, using thermographic cameras, thermal imaging cameras and the like. It may be a basic infrared thermometer, or some other kind of temperature sensor that is also used. It should be noted that all of these methods only measure surface temperature and not the ambient temperature. Digital and analogue audio equipment can be used to capture any unexplained noises and electronic voice phenomena known as EVP. These may be interpreted as disembodied voices. Depending on the level of equipment that a ghost hunter or paranormal investigator uses, they may even use a compass, a basic magnetic pointing device, or they may go high-tech. Something such as a Geiger counter to measure fluctuations in radiation, infrared or ultrasonic motion detectors detect possible anomalous movements within a given area. A fully equipped investigator may wish to monitor the air quality to assess the levels of gases such as carbon monoxide which are thought to contribute to reports of paranormal activity. Infrasound monitoring equipment can be used to assess the level of sound vibrations, as well as a device simply known as a ghost box, which is an electronic device that some ghost hunters claims to allow communication with spirits. Less scientific or electrical equipment can be used such as Ouija boards or tarot cards. But personally, I do not believe in these products that are from fairy stories. As this is the sci-fi survival guide, I shall be offering the steps to survival and following on from that will be a recording from a cemetery that I was granted access to. It is, of course, allegedly haunted and I had spent round about eight hours within that environment asking questions to the wind and seeking answers on electronic recording devices. Sky sounds, parallel universes, monster sightings, 
the New World Order, ghost ships, urban legends, mysterious radio broadcasts, and secret government facilities are just a few things we've talked about on Weird World Weekly. Listen to find out what's next. Go to gncasts.com slash weird to listen. Find out more and subscribe to the podcast that discusses the paranormal, mythological, conspiratorial, unexplained, or anything else we think is a little strange and out of the ordinary. Also, Matt's continuing search for turkey recipes. It's all on Weird World Weekly, part of the Galactic Netcast network of shows, also available wherever you listen to podcasts. We now have the steps to survival. And it has been difficult compiling a list, as this can be more subjective than ever before. So now, how to spot a paranormal event. Paranormal events are phenomena described in popular culture, folklore and other non-scientific bodies of knowledge, whose existence within these contexts is described to lie beyond normal experience or scientific explanation. A paranormal phenomena is different from hypothetical concepts such as dark matter and dark energy. Unlike paranormal phenomena, these hypothetical concepts are based on empirical observations and experimental data gained through the scientific method. The most notable paranormal beliefs include those that pertain to ghosts, extraterrestrial life and UFOs, psychic abilities or extrasensory perceptions and cryptids. Essentially, if it looks like nothing you can scientifically describe, then by nature it is likely to be a paranormal event. Should you witness one of these, how would you survive this witnessed event? In traditional belief and fiction, a ghost is a manifestation of the spirit or soul of a person. Alternative theories expand on that idea and include belief in the ghosts of deceased animals. Sometimes the term ghost is used synonymously with the spirit or demon. However, in popular usage the term typically refers to a deceased person's spirit. The belief in ghosts as souls of the departed is closely tied to the concept of animism, an ancient belief which attributed souls to everything in nature. I believe it was the 19th century anthropologist George Fraser that explained this in his classic works, The Golden Bough. In it, souls were seen as the creatures within that animated the body. 
this disembodied soul has no presence. So whilst it is frightening and may cause you to panic, as it has no presence, it cannot harm you. If you wished to hunt such phenomena, what sort of equipment would you need? How would you choose your equipment? Now if you are actively hunting for ghosts, then any of the equipment I have already listed would be apt. Even your mobile device can be used to capture, perhaps, the sights and sounds of paranormal events. My personal recommendation would be a good EVP recorder. Perhaps a video recorder with night vision and an infrared thermometer. Also popular are infrared or ultrasonic motion sensors. Of course, these can be triggered by natural events. How to dress when investigating the paranormal. The most obvious function of clothing is to improve the comfort of the wearer by protecting the wearer from the elements. For instance, in hot climates, clothing provides protection from sun or wind damage, while in cold climates its thermal insulation properties are generally more important. Shelter usually reduces the functional need for clothing, although in instances of hauntings it has been anecdotally observed that the temperature declines. Dress for the season. Thinner materials and fewer layers of clothing are generally worn in warmer seasons and warmer regions than in colder ones. Dress to your surroundings. You can never have enough pockets for batteries and spares. Preparing a base camp. As ghost hunting is a mobile event, I would advise perhaps retrofitting a vehicle that could operate as a base of operations. A van would be ideal, but any vehicle I am sure could be modified. It needs to be a place where you can remotely monitor events. This could either be to view Wi-Fi enabled cameras locked off in positions or listening devices. With suitable investment, you may be able to charge your equipment from your vehicle or prepare yourself the occasional snack 
for when you will be sitting for eight hours alone in the dark, listening, waiting, watching. When you are on the road, remember regular stops at local shops to keep stocked up on essentials. It is simply no good having a flashlight that you cannot turn on because you have forgotten to prepare. Assembling a group. Most ghost hunting teams utilize multiple members. They can be made up of various experts and if you want to survive then that is also what you will need to do. It would be helpful to find a master in all things occult. Someone that can troubleshoot your scientific equipment. And it might be an advantage to enlist someone that can help you with their calming influence. How will you deal with a demonic incursion? A demon or daemon is a supernatural, often malevolent being prevalent in religion, occultism, mythology and folklore. In ancient Near Eastern religions, as well as in the Abrahamic traditions, including ancient and medieval Christian demonology, a demon is considered to be an unclean spirit, a fallen angel or a spirit of unknown type, which may cause you to be possessed. This would call for an exorcism. Demon exercising or petty person beating is a folklore sorcery popular in some areas of China. Its purpose is to cure one's enemies using magic. Villain hitting is often considered a humble career. The ceremony is often performed by older ladies, although it is told that some shops do sell a DIY kit. This to me sounds dangerous. The same is prevalent in more western traditions of course. I would not, I would not rely on old ladies beating the demon out of you. If you have encountered a demon, then you need to seek a suitable exorcist. The key to ghost hunting, to any paranormal experimentation, is to prepare early. Depending on the organisation of your group, you may be asked to bring things along. Most beginners will be asked to bring along their own flashlight 
as well as several sets of batteries. In addition, having a phone for easy contact will make staying with your group easier. More likely than not, your group will already have most of what it needs, including more expensive paranormal hunting equipment. They will also take the time to let you know how the ghost hunt will go down and your role in it. Of course, if you are setting out on your own, you can buy the ghost hunting equipment. But do not run into this alone. Be mindful. Many places where you can go ghost hunting will either be abandoned or in poor condition. The best thing you can do is work as hard as possible in being mindful when checking out a place. Know where other people in your group are. Do not get separated, especially if you are wandering through a large place. In addition, take into consideration everything around you and try to memorise the location of objects you come across. The more mindful and aware you are, the easier it will be to spot paranormal activity and when it takes place. Remember, if at all possible, if you can, then you need to stay calm. You need to stay calm. One of the biggest problems people new to ghost hunting have is a shaky nerve. This is perfectly understandable when you take into consideration wandering around in the dark in a place that may be haunted. However, you cannot let the nerves get the better of you. You need to stay calm. Try your best to refrain from yelling or shouting if something happens, as this will only make a situation worse. Instead, work to get the attention of somebody else as quickly and as quietly as you can. Some paranormal activity will flee when people raise their voices. Some will be drawn to your voices and the last thing you want to do is to be the one responsible for scaring away the ghosts or bringing them closer. Closer. Closer! The Sci-Fi Survival Guide is just one podcast of many that is available from the Galactic Network. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and all other social medias. You could donate some of your coffee money to help us keep the lights on and the podcasts being produced. You can do all this 
and more at gncasts.com. Subscribe, donate, or just send us a message and become part of our Slack chat team. We'd very much like your interaction. I would like to thank the Feslian Studios for providing the backing tracks to these podcasts. What you are about to hear is a very condensed recordings that I made on a night not unlike this one. I will let you decide whether I was foolish to undertake such a thing. After you have heard of my time in a haunted cemetery, I will play the one recording that I made. This amateur EVP made nothing but maybe the voice the voice of the dead okay so I suppose before we begin I should explain um, that I can't tell you the location where I'm at but that is, um, that's because they don't want people visiting it. It is in Norfolk. It's um, close to my house. Um, you might be able to hear a little bit of traffic in the background. Currently it's about 8 o'clock at night. Um, I have been given permission to be here. Now the, the place where I'm at is um, a, a disused chapel uh, with a with a graveyard. Um, well, let's uh, let's go in. Just uh... okay. It's a little bit dark. Um, I should probably explain a bit of the equipment that I've got with me. I'll just close the gate behind me. Don't want anything creeping up on me. Obviously, I've got my recording device now. For those that know how I record my podcast, that's uh, an iPhone. I've got a couple of battery banks with me because um, recording does burn through the batteries a little bit. Um, I've also got a flashlight and a spare set of batteries. I've got an old, well, I've got two old Android phones, and I'll explain that in a minute. I've got an old Android phone that I'm going to be um, just using to record from, um, where I can place in a location um, along the side of the path. There's what do you call? It's just the entrance way into the church. I don't, I don't quite know what you call them, um, but uh, I'll be. I've got a, an app which, when it detects sounds, starts recording. 
so I'll be placing that there. Uh, the other one, I've also got an app with a security camera feature on it. If it detects movement, it will start recording, but it will also, if you want it to, play a um, like a shutter click or things like that. Uh, it's you have to excuse me, it's a bit, a bit chilly. Um, it's a little bit amateur. I'm only I'm only doing this for the podcast, uh, just to see uh, see what happens. To spend six to eight hours alone in a churchyard. It's uh, a little bit creepy, but I uh, I'll be uh, I'll be checking in every hour or so and letting you know what I've heard. Just let that dog finish. It's a little bit creepy, isn't it? Don't know if you can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> that hasn't helped my nerves at all. Um, I should tell you why I chose this... Um, this this place, it's had a history of haunting. Nothing, nothing particularly scary as such. Um, footsteps heard at a certain grave marker. Um, voices in the entranceway to the church. Friendly, I'm told. Friendly voices. And um, and sort of. Things being thrown, but not not maliciously. We're talking small, small specks of um, some of the gravel, which uh, it fills the uh, fills the path as I'm about to walk. So um, it's let's just have a look at the time. It's about twenty past eight at the moment. So um, I'll next record a segment about an hour and an hour and a half's time when I've got everything set up. Okay. Uh, so, about... Let's have a look at the time. We're coming up to about half past nine. And, um... It's been reasonably... reasonably uneventful. Um, my eyes are pretty much well adjusted to the dark um, I thought I heard something but it turned out that it was um, it was just some, uh, some animal a, a cat or a fox or something um, it's a little bit <laughs> it, it made my heart go a little bit but I haven't heard anything yet I mean it could even I mean, it could have been a hedgehog but uh, I haven't um, I haven't noticed any uh, anything. Nothing spooky's happened. Um, no, I mean there's no. I mean I've still got eighty percent on my battery. Uh, my little rudimentary sort of CCTV automatic sensor thing uh, that hasn't uh, hasn't gone off. Um, of course, every time I talk. My, my voice recorder picks me up, so I 
do see that sort of a screen on that come on but um it's uh it's it's just it's just really dark really quiet apart from the little bits of traffic i don't know why i'm whispering i suppose it's because i'm in a spooky place um haven't say haven't noticed anything yet um i guess i'll uh I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you um well i guess i'll speak to you in about an hour or so's time um unless anything happens and then um did you did you i don't know i'm gonna have to play this back i heard um I think my I think my little camera thing has gone off, so I was gonna gonna check the tapes. Um, my tapes, that's really old fashioned. I'm gonna play back the recording and see if I've got anything. It's probably nothing. Okay, so I've I've listened back. I've listened back as much as I can, and I'm. I should be able to play this into you. Um, it's really complicated. <laughs> I've had to cobble together several leads just to play, put this into the phone. Let's see if you can hear this. It's really quiet, but you can hear it go off. Now I've checked, and um, there's. I, mean, I didn't expect to see anything actually recorded on the camera app itself um, and I played back um, what was that what the it's probably just another animal okay I'm just going to go and have a look because I don't know what that was sounded like oh I don't yeah it's going okay <sighs> hmm Okay, I think I've, uh, I think I've managed to <laughs> get my heart rate down. Um, I don't know if, um, if you hear it at all. There's a definite sound. It's not almost like someone's through something or something. But it's, uh, <laughs> it's now, well, it's now about 20 past 12. And I've, I'll be honest, I've probably scared myself enough. Um, when I get back, I'm going to check my equipment, see if I did capture any image. Not that I have to think I will. I took a couple of, couple of shots, but um, I think they're just going to be dark screens. Um, I definitely get the feeling that um, I can hear something, but that could just be my mind playing up on me um, almost like like I can hear walking um, but that, I mean, 
it's not without the it's not without the possibility that there could be someone walking a dog or something. I'm just saying that I think to calm to calm myself down. So now I'm just gonna this is where I fall over of course. If I just go and back to the gate. Um well it's started to rain a little bit now which is so when I get back, and I put all these recordings together as best I can, um, what I will then do is uh, play uh, play any recordings or anything of note that I found. Fall over there. Right, so secure. Okay. Um, well, thank you for joining me. I. Um, found this as scary as I do. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.